0: Day 204 of 365, The Bible Challenge with Abbey Joy. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 25 to chapter 18 verse 6. Sensible people keep their eyes glued on wisdom, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. Foolish children bring grief to their father and bitterness to the one who gave them birth. It is wrong to punish the godly for being good or to flog leaders for being right, honest. A truly wise person uses few words. A person with understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought wise when they keep silent. With their mouths shut, they seem intelligent. Unfriendly people care only about themselves. They lash out at common sense. Fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. Doing wrong leads to disgrace and scandalous behaviour brings contempt. Wise words are like deep water. Wisdom flows from the wise like a bubbling brook. It is not right to acquit the guilty or deny justice to the innocent. Fool's words get them into constant quarrels. They are asking for a beating. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 to 17 now regarding your question about food that has been offered to idols yes we know that we all have knowledge about this issue but while knowledge makes us feel important it is love that strengthens the church anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much but the person who loves god is the one whom god recognizes so what about eating meat that has been offered to idols? Well, we all know that an idol is not really a god and that there is only one God. There may be so-called gods both in heaven and on earth and some people actually worship many gods and many lords but for us there is one God, the Father, by whom all things were created and for whom we live and there is one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things were created and through whom we live. However, not all believers know this. Some are accustomed to thinking of idols as being real. So when they eat the food that's been offered to idols, they think of it as worship of real gods, and their weak consciences, consciousnesses are violated. It is true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it, and we don't gain anything if we do. But you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. For if others see you with your superior knowledge eating in the temple of an idol, won't they be encouraged to violate their conscience by eating food that has been offered to an idol? So because of your superior knowledge, a weak believer for whom Christ died will be destroyed. And when you sin against other believers by encouraging them to do something they believe is wrong, you are sinning against Christ. So, if what I eat causes another believer to sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live. For I don't want to cause another believer to stumble. Hosea chapter 8 verse 1 to chapter 9 verse 17. Sound the alarm. The enemy descends like an eagle on the people of the Lord, for they have broken my covenant and revolted against my law. Now Israel pleads with me, Help us, for you are our God. But it is too late. The people of Israel have rejected what is good, and now their enemies will chase after them. The people... "'have appointed kings without my consent "'and princes without my approval. "'By making idols for themselves, "'from their silver and gold, "'they have brought about their own destruction. O Samaria, I reject this calf, "'this idol you have made. "'My fury burns against you. "'How long will you be incapable of innocence? "'This calf you worship, O Israel, "'was crafted by your own hands.' it is not god therefore it must be smashed to bits they have planted the wind and will harvest the whirlwind the stalks of grain wither and produce nothing to eat and even if there is any grain foreigners will eat it the people of israel have been swallowed up they lie among the nations like old like an old discarded pot Like a wild donkey looking for a mate, they have gone up to Assyria. The people of Israel have sold themselves, sold themselves to many lovers. But though they have sold themselves to many allies, I will now gather them together for judgment. Then they will writhe under the burden of of the great king. Israel has built many altars to take away sin but these very altars became places for sinning. Even though I gave them all my laws, they acted as if those laws don't apply to them. The people love to offer sacrifices to me, feasting on the meat, but I do not accept their sacrifices. I will hold my people accountable for their sins, and I will punish them. They will return to Egypt." Israel has forgotten its maker and built great palaces, and Judah has fortified its cities. Therefore I will send down fire on their cities and will burn up their fortresses. O people of Israel, do not rejoice as other nations do, for you have been unfaithful to your God, hiring yourselves out like prostitutes, worshipping other gods on every threshing floor. So now your harvests will be too small to feed you. There will be no grapes for making you wine. You may no longer stay here in the Lord's land. Instead, you will return to Egypt. And in Assyria, you will eat food that is ceremonially unclean. There, you will make no offerings of wine to the Lord. None of your sacrifices there will please him. They will be unclean like food touched by a person in mourning. And all who present such sacrifices will be defiled. They may eat this food themselves, but they may not offer it to the Lord. What then will you do on festival days? How will you observe the Lord's festivals? Even if you escape the destruction from Assyria, Egypt will conquer you and Memphis will bury you. Nettles will take over your treasures of silver. Thistles will invade your ruined homes. The time of Israel's punishment has come. The day of payment is here. Soon Israel will know this all too well. Because of your great sin and hostility, you say, the prophets are crazy and the inspired men are fools. The prophet is a watchman over Israel for my God. Yet traps are laid for him wherever he goes. He faces hostility even in the house of God. The things my people do are as depraved as what they did in Gibeah long ago. God will not forget. He will surely punish them for their sins. The Lord says, O Israel, when I first found you, it was like finding fresh grapes in the desert. When I saw your ancestors, it was like seeing the first ripe figs of the season. But then they deserted me for Baal Peor, giving themselves to that shameful idol. Soon they became vile, as vile as the God they worshipped. The glory of Israel will fly away like a bird, for your children will not be born or grow in the womb or even be conceived. Even if you do have children who grow up, I will take them from you. It will be a terrible day when I turn away and leave you alone. I have watched Israel become as beautiful as Tyre. But now Israel will, Israel will bring her children for slaughter. O oh Lord, what should I request for your people? I will ask for wombs that don't give birth and breasts that don't give milk. The Lord says, all their wickedness began at Gilgal. There I began to hate them. I will drive them from my land because of their evil actions. I will love them no more because all their leaders are rebels. The people of Israel are struck down, their roots are dried up, and they will bear no more fruit. And if they give birth, I will slaughter their beloved children. My God will reject the people of Israel because they will not listen or obey. They will be wanderers, homeless among the nations."